welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. I am not the aforementioned Milton Glick. I'm Barry Best from our sister station, AM630 The Word. But I got the regular cast and crew here from Milberger's we, today. Are we loud enough? I can't oh, hear it. Aaron? I think it's his mask. Is it my mask? Yeah. Throwing everybody off. <laughs> How's that? Is, is that a little bit yeah, better? Oh, Darth yeah. Vader sound. Darth Vader. I it's am not a... your father. Is that better? Yes. Everybody hear me better? All right. That's quite. So we'll do it without. We'll, yeah, we'll do it without the mask. But yeah, yes. yeah, you don't look as sick as the Milton used to. You know when well, that, Milton that, would come. Melton. Yeah, Melton looked like he just we, we came from him, the hospital. We made him yeah. wear the mask. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm 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 okay then. Right. <laughs> That's why we're six feet apart. That's why. That's it for me. So. But I'm not on the porch anymore. We are. Here at Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Here we're going to be here till two o'clock today on the air. You can call with your questions to two ten three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two ten three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And joining me on the porch as usual, if you're looking at your radio from left to right, Dr. Jerry Parsons. We got Trace here, the the man, the man from Milberger's. The Christmas tree man. The Christmas Christmas trees already, and of course. Off to the right is Minnesota's own favorite son, <laughs> Wait a minute. Dr. Calvin Fitch. Yeah, gentlemen, how's everybody doing? This is my kind of Sunday. This is oh, cloudy, not very sunny. It's nice outside. We've got a lot of people here already, Trace. Yes, we do. Oh, and uh, that fragrance, the Christmas tree fragrance, is just unbelievable. Yeah. You're welcome. It's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but it was it was funny, Trace. Yesterday, when you were on when we were unloading, we could wa- the wafts of the yeah. Christmas tree smell were coming through here. It was just great. <laughs> so yeah, I can smell of, it now. Yeah, lots and lots of. I'm I'm already trees. immune. I can't smell it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine when you get in one of those semis and well, surrounded by them, you, you get get your ears, eyes, uh, nose full. We talked about uh, the staff being prepared for folks that were coming in to get their Christmas trees. I was watching Trace train some of his staff to uh, deal with uh, Time preparing the tree. Yeah, the, oh. it's an elaborate process, preparing the trees. And then, the, 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 of course, a big part of it is getting them on the the vehicles. Yeah. Well, the, the hardest part is getting them to ask the right questions. You know, paying attention to what color shirt they're wearing, uh, asking what kind of vehicle, because the average person is going to say, oh, I have an F-150. Well, guess what? You walk up there and there might be 10 F-150s at one time. Uh. What, what color? Where in the parking lot? Is it going on top of a car? Is it with the stand? Without? There's a ton of questions that they have to ask. Well, and if they don't have confidence, uh, the customer doesn't have confidence in the staff person, that is not a easy situation to get that yeah. tree secure and uh, so that the person does feel confident and is going to get home safely. And y'all didn't like my idea of, of the San Antonio method of transporting trees on <laughs> top mean, of uh, the roof? hanging out the yeah, front uh, of the, uh, out the side uh, of the back of the a lot, of, a lot of broken arms that way. I I'm see sure. them doing uh, mattresses that way all over yeah. time. Yeah, they're. Uh, <laughs> I've seen them off fall off on the road. All yeah. What What's What's funny is uh, when they try to do that with plywood. Oh yeah. Hold it on top of the car, <laughs> and those things take take wind. Uh, they get a little wind on them, and they take take off. Well, and it's, this is especially significant because the. 
trees are every size you can think of, from small to very large. And also they have that uh, that superior uh, uh, water. What is that called, Jerry? The, the reservoir. The reservoir, yeah. Yeah. And so you got Bota. you, you got to you got to secure that on your on your car too. So all you got to do well is well worth it. All you got to do is keep the keep the pets from drinking the water. They like that if, yeah, flavored water. I was I was actually you know what I was actually surprised walking in here today that they have the Christmas trees up oh, and ready. Yeah. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. Well, but. the the new deal the way they they stage them is where they come right off the truck from uh, up north somewhere and then they're uh, west they're cut they're recut and they're uh, then they put put their stands on them which can hold quite a bit of water but after the, the day after they put that stand on and fill it with water they've got a group out here that's filling that thing every after every uh Every day, uh, putting that stand on there, because yeah. those things uptake a tremendous amount of water. But I'm, you know, I've uh, for several years I bought trees here, and uh, it was so much easier than than in the old days. Oh, with, yeah. With a, uh, got the uh, had that little de- teeny stand. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd you have to keep <laughs> refilling the water. But yeah. the other thing was. Uh, it would get knocked over if you had pets. Oh yeah. If you had kids, <laughs> kidding the lights on. Or, or yeah, if you're walking by and you get hooked, hooked on. So, <laughs> what's you guys' go-to tree for a Christmas tree? Well, any of these, I, I would take any of these uh, varieties. They've got, they've got three in uh, Milton and uh, Trace. Go through an elaborate process of what, <laughs> what, is, what is best for your situation. But to me. They're all, they look so good, and they all yeah. seem to last. That's I always want to walk up to the customers, and uh, because I, you'll see a family out there choosing a tree. And they'll go around and around and around and around, and usually come back to the first one yeah. that's all. But uh, it's not like the then, then when they pick it, I, I want to go over and say, "Well, why did you pick this oh. tree?" <laughs> they're all they're like identical twins out there. But there was not; it was not unusual uh, for like my family when my kids were growing up for us to take an hour to pick out a tree. But I, you know, when I get a tree here, yeah, I get, <laughs> I'm kind of sitting here on the porch and I see what uh, I like, and that's because and you can't. You basically did y'all cut can't your go, cut uh, your own trees? We did a few, but that that is. <laughs> That's a tough process. Yeah, I, yeah, that's not fun. We used to do that too when I was growing up. Yeah, there go and go. cut our own trees because, <laughs> well, we had all around the yard. We had spruce trees all around the yard, uh-huh. like tall, like twenty, thirty foot spruce trees. So we used to try to throw some lights on that. But for the inside tree, yeah, we'd go down, <laughs> down on the property somewhere and there go cut go. some trees. And yeah, that was that was my job, and that was not fun. That <laughs> <laughs> was not fun. Yeah, we uh, we always tell people. When I, I casually grow, grow, uh, went over that cutting the cutting the uh, yeah, tr- recutting the tree, uh-huh. the trees are like uh, like uh, flowers. When you when you're keeping uh, indoor flowers in a vase of cut flowers, roses or whatever, about every couple of days. You want to take them out of that vase, 
and recut them. Recut the bottom of the stem because they get, the stem gets uh, clogged and uh, cannot uptake the water to the, to the foliage. And if you do that, you can keep them along, around a lot longer. So you say you do that with the Christmas trees too? You recut that, them? Well, that, that in 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 in, in a small no. fashion. No, you got to do. It. <laughs> but you don't have you don't you don't care if your Christmas tree is going to live for four months. <laughs> well, no, that's true. That's yeah, that's true. You only want it for like well, maybe a month or a month and a half. Yeah, well, then in the varieties they select, plus the process they go through here when they get the mill burgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seem at least the trees I've had from them uh, seem to last without any, without a lot going through a lot of process. Well, you know they have the uh, Christmas tree recycling deal here. Yeah. Oh, uh, after after Christmas, I guess, uh, after the first of the year, and uh, we're always amazed at the trees that our customers bring back look as good as they did when they went out. I mean, they're still, they're not like the old-timers used to, uh, uh, back in the old days, we used to wait till the tree dried up, you know, and then uh, you would use those hot bulbs uh, that would get catch the tree on fire and burn your house down. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget, I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, burn a christmas tree on on the tv on my tv pro to show people how flammable they were of course i was going to spray it with a little uh liquid uh help with that uh, uh, <laughs> some uh starter fluid or something like that but uh and then light that baby and uh, Watch it go up. Did it work? Oh, no, they wouldn't let me do it. They wouldn't let you do it? <laughs> the, yeah. nur- the, nurseman, the nurseman begged me not to do it. Well, you wouldn't You wouldn't even have to use a lighter fluid, though. No. When they dry out. Oh, yeah, they go up pretty good. good. And you get, I mean, if you're not careful and you don't concentrate, uh, you get singed. I mean, they Oh, yeah. So it's not something that's recommended. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Trace is back. See, I told you he's the busiest guy in the in the business. He's got, he had to go he's out and take some, care of business. Uh, cyclamen leaves there for some reason. Well, I, when I walk by and I see something that has to be picked off, I just—it's like second nature. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> what do we got that people can come down here to uh, Melburgers today and get on sale? What's the big uh, What's the big go today? Well, there's those real pretty dianthus that uh, that. Jerry's been talking about their yeah. Amazonica. It's a not new, but a a, a really cool dianthus. Yeah, um, they're big. They're huge. And they're going to be they're going to be popping color next week. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of color on them now, but they're they're unusual dianthus. If you needed heights, like what you would do for rock, rock, rocket snapdragons, this would be a dianthus that would replace those. There you go. Can you imagine? He's got this huge display of cyclamen over there. And he's talking about the beauty of this dianthus. <laughs> I mean, it just, got, it's best you if you're not war- looking at you, the you know. You've just <laughs> worn us out on that cyclamen. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the, also, the other thing is uh, you want to – I was had to be careful there. I almost overlooked uh, There's a whole long table of primula over there, primrose. Yeah. That are just an, another beautiful that, plant for the shade. 
in the winter time. That's what you wrote about in yesterday's yeah. paper. Yeah. And in the December newsletter. So there's going to be some real pretty uh, 10-inch stock coming this week, Ooh. I I think, because I said that about strawberries last week, and they didn't send me a single did, one. Uh, so, did, uh, did you notice that somebody bought every one of your purple stocks for that, though, that you had a couple weeks ago? I did not. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're, well, that well, was. They're, very, they're very fragrant. They're wonderful. Yep. And that is a big, that was an especially big container, and... Uh, Transplant. I transplanted them to my uh, a new garden, and uh, it really transitioned really yeah. well. Stocks. And, uh, that, that's another one we wrote about in the article yesterday. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's a good time to to, to plant uh, onions. onions. And I knew what you were going to say. Got, have we got some? We do. We have you the, you the seven. So loud. Well, that was before I got my shipment in. So, <laughs> uh, the seven best varieties for our area. Oh, good. There's three yellows, two reds, and two whites. Yeah, all good for our our area. And the the there, if you look on the sales items uh, in on on the Millburger uh, uh, website, you will see that they actually give a name. They actually uh, name the varieties, and the names are on the crates of and, the and, and even and even on the oh, it's on the plants too. Yeah, we take we take that's, the time just in case somebody puts one down in the wrong place. <laughs> now that's it puts people in a tough spot because when you got seven named <laughs> selections, there yeah. I was watching somebody trying to make a decision, and, and they don't they don't want to do what I used to do is get one, one of each. each. And then you got to have a garden that's about, <laughs> yeah, it's about a mile long. About a mile long. Well, like I said yesterday. But you uh, can do onions in all kinds of ways. I yeah. mean, you can do onions as understory plants for, say, your spinach. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Explain that understory plant. What is that? Or companion, I guess, is a better word. <laughs> so to grow it the same, along in the same area? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, and they're they good. like. Do they like help each other out then? I'm, I'm assuming no, the growing no, process, no. not just the no, onions. But, but if you if you plant plant it well, you use the green onions so you can so they don't yeah. crowd too much. Because and you harvest like every other one as green onion, and then that gives the room for the 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 one that you leave to get bigger. Oh okay. Oh okay. Uh, but you could do those green onions even in a pot. So if you oh, had yeah. uh, you know a, a stock. For example, you, you can plant the uh, surrounding thing of onions, and you pull them really quick when you're doing that, so they're not in there that long. <laughs> I remember when, uh, yeah, wolves uh, started bringing onions in real early in the fall. And uh, having read the books, I, <laughs> I said that uh, I, I fussed Mr. Wester for bringing them in that early, a wolf nursery. And... Uh, he said, have you ever priced, and there's all a bunch of them over on the south side. Oh, yeah. He said, have you ever priced uh, green onions in a grocery? And uh, I said, no, I never, never thought about it. He said, we're selling onion transplants cheaper than they're selling green onions in the grocery. And so, so people who are buying them not necessarily to plant, but to use the green onion. 
but uh, we sold uh, we sold a lot of bublets. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So the the one not like what we carry, but there there were uh, with the with the greens cut off. Yeah, right. Hmm. But so, uh, the, uh, there's there's no onion over here being sold uh, because of uh, the wonderful cooperation we've had with uh, Dixondale Farm out of Carrizo Spring. There's no onion that uh, won't be successful for you. That's right. If you follow the we simple to, directions. And there's, there's, you mentioned there's seven varieties, a couple of reds, some whites, and some yellows. Mm. But you, if you want that with a little more tang, some of you remember what uh, three years ago when we started discussing the everything was getting so mild. So now, now we've got <laughs> a couple of uh, at least one red yeah, onion no. that's got a little tang. Red Creole. No yeah. matter what you do, great, even the name food. inspires yeah. onion flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. Every time we mention it, it made Milton hungry. It's New Orleans. See, yeah. now you, we've been talking about green onions, and that's all I wanted to have. I, I think I, I, like, my mind goes to Whataburger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all the time, every time. So we were talking before when you had to go um, out and take care of a customer, Trace, about the Christmas trees. Okay, I was surprised to see the Christmas trees here before Thanksgiving, but that's that's you guys got a lot of Christmas trees here. Well, if you don't, first of all, every Christmas tree, pretty much everywhere, they're all cut at the same time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if we get them in, we can get them in water, and ours are going to be better than anybody else's in the same area, even if they get them a couple days later. But the average person, uh, like big trees, for example, they're going to pick them out the weekend after thanksgiving even though it won't be december yeah um so we have to have those up and ready to go for either big exactly. homes right. or commercial uh but again we get them in water as fast as we can so ours and under any circumstances are going to be better than anybody else's in the that's not doing this and they all kept on the refrigerator you know refrigeration uh, uh well, they come. They come in. Yeah, in, in, sixteen wheelers in the the reefer, right. reefered trucks. Where? What part of the country did they come from? Mostly uh, Oregon and North Carolina, mostly. Oh, really? North Carolina. Okay, yeah. I didn't. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't have guessed that. Either. I wouldn't have guessed that uh, at all. What? Uh, what is one of the, some of the more popular uh, trees that people want? Well, to we get? carry the three best. Okay. All right. So Fraser fir, hands down, in my mind, is always the best tree. It's 99% of the time, it's going to hold up better than any other tree. Uh, then the others are more special. So, like, if you've got big ornaments or you need a majestic look, you're going to go with noble fir because the, the branch structure is more layered and more sturdy to hold those bigger ornaments. And then we carry the Nordman, which is becoming seems to be becoming more and more popular. We get people that drive in all the way from New Braunfels and further just to get Nordman fir. So that one doesn't have any fragrance. So people that are allergic to oh, okay. the Christmas tree smell and all that, they are far less likely to have a reaction to that tree than any other tree. Oh. That's I, I would hate that because that's the my thing is well, I want to smell the Christmas tree. Sure, I but, make it, but there's people out there yeah, that can't that, that can't yeah. handle it. And uh, so you got all of them. You've got a bunch in 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 stock right now. Bunch in stock, but right now we're still working on the the tensies to make sure we have at least some of every one of them up in every size, mm-hmm. and then we'll start filling in the holes after that. Okay. 
Well, very good. Well, yeah, this is. Uh, I walked in and I could smell. I could smell the trees, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> I like that." I, that's my. That was my thing of growing up, well, you know, in the fresh tomorrow, cut trees. Tomorrow you'll have, or not, or as soon as he gets in those stocks, you'll have that. To two, the well, one of many fragrances that are going to be competing. <laughs> yeah. And once you put that tree stand on, they don't take it off to put it on the car, right? Uh, only if they don't want it. Oh, okay. So if they if they want, uh, so we do an exchange program. I guess is where we're heading. <laughs> so they they have an option to buy the buy the tree with the stand, which is an additional twenty dollars. Which is great. And that stand is recyclable. So, for example, if somebody bought one from me last year and they kept their stand, they can bring that stand back in and take a tree that's already stood, so they don't have any of that work to do. And I will take that stand and I will put it back on another Christmas tree. There you so go. Conceivably, some of these stands could see, you know, 15, 20 Christmases before they're retired. Yeah. And they uh, have had a, a, so many years of experience with these, with, with these uh, stands that yeah. they know how to put them on the vehicle to protect the vehicle and the stand and the trees. So yeah. And that, those stands are not going to bend. They're made out of rebar, like he says. They get yep. what four for ten years out and there, of them. There, there's a TV commercial that bothers me every year. Uh oh. And I can't remember. I'm not going. Well, I, I do remember which vehicle, but they put the Christmas tree on the vehicle backwards, to where the the wind is blowing the branches the wrong direction, <laughs> and it just drives you frustrates me every time I see that commercial. It's not an Aggie, is it? Um, I'm, I'm not going to name the name of the, the car company, but, but now everybody can watch those commercials, and you can look for it, too. Maybe it'll bother you, too. The pointy end goes backwards, right? Correct. So that the wind, yeah, okay, I could, I'd never even thought of that before. Look at that. Look at those. Wow. Yeah. That's color. Okay, Calvin's, Calvin just started drooling here over the cycle. It's like, so. it's like squirrel. Squirrel. All right, so we got to take a break, but we have full open lines right now at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, or you can join us here on the porch, backside of Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. We're here until 2 o'clock, but the nursery is open until 5 today. We'll be right back. With more Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 938 <laughs> The Answer. <laughs> and welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas here on 930 AM The Answer. I'm Barry Betts in for Milton Glick today and uh, on uh, Saturday of next week. Milton's taking a little time off, but the guys are here with me. Doctor. I don't remember giving him permission. Yeah, I don't remember that either. Jerry, do you remember giving him permission? Did you no. sign off on that? I, I have noticed something since Milton got married. Uh-huh. Milton, in the, we've been doing this show, as I've been doing this show, for 20, 20 years. And for the first 18 or 19 years, Milton never missed the show. He was never sick. He never took a vacation, anything else. And then he got married. And then that all changed. And there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he's... And most of these absences of Milton are because of his new yeah. companion. Yeah, but uh, I would... Uh, she cracks the... Are you, so are you saying that she cracks the whip and Milton I makes the trip? I think so. Okay. 
We uh, we support her wholeheartedly, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry, this is Jerry's opinion. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> the opinions expressed here by uh, Jerry Parsons are his own. <laughs> Calvin Finch and Barry Vesson are I'm responsible. I'm not expressing views. I'm just expressing facts. Facts. <laughs> okay. It's, it's the facts. Um, so 210-308-8867. we got open lines right now. Don't be shy. If you have a question for the docs, 210-308-8867. Or you can come on by here. We're at 1604 in Balverde Road. We're in the porch, kind of in the back part of the nursery. Uh, the nursery's open till 5. We're here until 2 o'clock today, Dr. Jerry. Right. Enjoying every minute of it. <laughs> yeah, we, we were just talking Look. here off off uh, <laughs> about this uh, beautiful dog that uh, it's and it's really nice that the you know Milburgers can allow you know people with animals to come in here. But what was the breed of that dog that it looked like a small horse? What well, was a Bernice? Uh, let's see, uh, it's a, a mountain Bernice Mountain. Yeah, Bernice Mountain. But it's it's not a breed, and the owner said it's not a breed that's normally seen here in San Antonio. No. It's so not a not a breed that's normally seen anywhere. I know. <laughs> but like I mean, it, it's at dog shows. Yeah, but it's a beautiful animal. So it was just yeah. like, wow. Did, uh, did you big... see, it was it was fun to watch when he was describing the dog to us. The dog was taking it all in, leaning on his mask. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this yeah. this is the way it should be. Yeah, I'd be the center of it. Yeah, you talk about me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that lady. That just walked by his wife that had the dog. Just made me very happy, Calvin. Oh no, what you do? Yeah, they had a wagon full of cyclemen, and they went over to the blue bonnets and got some red, white, and blues. And threw well, they didn't blue. (laughs) They got uh, the reds and whites, which we're long on. And they put the plants right on top of the cyclamen, Kevin. I said, that, that's, that's the way to do those cyclamen. <laughs> Treat them tough. <laughs> hey, we do have a caller. We have, let's see, Kathy has a question about oak wilt. Kathy, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you this Sunday afternoon? Fine, thank you. I hope you guys are doing good, too. Real fine. We are. Well, what's your question for the docs? Well, um, I have a tree, or am aware of a tree that has died of oak wilt, and it's a live oak. Um, If you were to take slices of the tree to use as, like, stepping stones in the backyard, is that going to be contagious? Would that spread oak wilt to other trees, or is it once the tree is dead, it's not contaminated? I mean, I, I know that the red oaks get the fungal mat, but the live oaks don't have fungal mats, so they don't have spores, do they? No. Yeah, no. The, li- the live oak is uh, not a threat after it's dead. But the but the red oak is, uh, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, that, That's why we spend so much time on firewood. We used to have deer hunters that would go and get... Uh, uh, Cut some oak, wood and bring yeah, it back. Get some red, red oak from the deer, their deer hunting <laughs> area, and then that's how... How the disease spread to Midland and uh, some of those other uh, kind of remote places. It took yeah. us a while to figure out how it got there. But, yeah, you're right. If it's uh, from a, a live oak and then once it, once that tree is dead, and especially if it's out of the ground, that parts that are out of the ground, mm-hmm. it's not a threat. So you uh, can cut they, pieces of the trunk 
and put them down in the ground where you have other live oaks living, and it's not going to spread it. No. Yes. Because it's it's spread by either root grafting or uh, uh, the spores. And uh, yeah, the fungus that, goes up the roots, right? Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah. they they have to intermingle. They have to transfer uh, the either root graft through a root graft. Yeah, so it's, you're, it's yeah, not you're just in, being in the same safe. location. Well, that was that, that that is a good exploration uh, of you, you know the way you described it, and uh, I think you'd be perfectly safe. Okay. Well, my second question is: Do you know anybody who can cut down an oak tree? crosswise like with five feet across four feet across well there's there's folks out there that do it it's been a while since i've explored that uh there's some that do it with mesquite for sure too yeah you might i, I suspect you uh should maybe call cut one or two of the arborists and they probably uh, know of a arborist who's a craftsperson that uh does that um ed edder his, you might want to call uh, tree maintenance okay. services, and then ask them who they know that uh, that has the the right. They have a big enough saw. Yeah, inclination yeah. and uh, so so Ed 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 and his team will know. Well, Bartlett trees. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All of them. They'll know too. It's just that we have a a huge live oak in our neighborhood. Uh, unfortunately, it's the biggest one, the oldest one, and now it's dead. And yeah, of course, the, the lady who owns that tree, yeah, the lady who uh, whose yard that tree is in doesn't have enough money to pay to have it taken down. So we were trying to figure out a way for the neighborhood to to buy pieces of the tree, like for stepping stones, or even if we could get a piece of the main trunk, like say tabletops or something for the outdoors. Yeah. Then we could raise raise some money to help her pay to have the tree taken down. That's a and, nice deal. Uh, anyway, and, uh, so well, how, but some other people other, said, "Oh no, I don't want the oak wood spread into my yard." And <laughs> no. I'm like, "It's it's dead wood. It's not going to." <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, are the other trees? Are there other trees around there that died of oak wood? Yes, unfortunately, it's spreading through our neighborhood. Oh, okay. And so we've had, had it for about had, 10 years. You've had it confirmed as oak wilt, then. That's good. Yes, yes. All it's right. very well, sad. This tree, is, this tree is as big around as a Volkswagen, standing on end. Wow. We, uh, the neighborhood I lived in, uh, we went through that, too. And that, that uh, oak wilt is as much a social issue as it is a, <laughs> as a horticultural issue. So good luck. Yes. Yeah, pe- yes. people are kind of worried about that oak wilt. All right. That's true. Sounds That's good. true. All right. Well, All thanks, right. guys. I appreciate your help. Thank Bye-bye. you for your call, Kathy. Have a good day. That leaves open lines once again at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or you can just join us down here. At Millburgers here at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, we, orange here. We were just uh, gifted a uh, Satsuma. I think it's yeah. Kimbrough. Uh, and I have sad news to report about my Satsuma. Uh-oh. 
With that squirrel guy, uh, with the whatever it was? I think it was a possum because they have eaten. The trees were f- pretty loaded. They were really nicely loaded. That Whatever that varmint is, I bet it's a possum, has eaten two-thirds of all my fruit. Which kind? So uh, every time I go, so I sent Jeremy out there, my son, to pick those, pick the rest of the fruit, or I wasn't going to have any because they were getting a few every night, uh, more than a few every night. And they would leave the remnants all the way around the yard, in other words, of what they didn't eat. So uh, uh, I had to take my side. I usually leave them on. <laughs> yeah, I usually leave them on until uh, February. Yeah. Because uh, they're sweet. But they're sweet right now. They're, they they really got sweet, sweet cool sweet weather. Good, good this year. Very good. Oh, yeah. What are you doing with those radishes? Did you grow those? Yes, I did. Oh, man. I just picked them this morning. <laughs> this oh, this lady that brought us the satsumas is, uh, is also holding some radishes. Uh, I never did get to scold Calvin about uh, articles that he wrote about uh, two week, two weekends ago, three weekends ago, talking about uh, planting a... a Gardens for the children at this time of the year. Oh, yeah. The seeds. And you know what he recommended to plant before the children? What's that? Radishes. Wow, radishes. And turnips. Wow. Yeah. Well, he didn't oh. say rutabagas in yeah. there. No, actually, I'm, no, I don't I'm think thinking. I said turnips. <laughs> but uh, we always use radishes because they're so fast. Yeah. You can harvest a radish and that might be three weeks old. Three weeks. Yeah. But yeah. Calvin, you don't you don't hard, you don't plant a garden. It's huge for three weeks for the ra- rapidity of uh, of, of the yield. Well, but you to get you them plant it for what they eat. Well, once you get them interested, and then you then I sh- shift it to carrots. Of course, carrots are carrots <laughs> long. And the time. and the first bite they take of that radish will be the last time they plant the radish. But Grandpa or Dad will eat the radish. <laughs> no, unfortunately, radish was never one of my favorite. No, vegetables it was nobody's favorite. But my, but no. my, my mom made them. They made us eat them all the time. Yeah, there you go. The Put them in the salad a little bit, you know. Mm, yeah. No. Sorry, so you can, I, I can put them in the side so I can knock them out. Yeah, I get them out of the there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get them, brush them aside. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, hey. They're good, Mary. <laughs> they're good. They are good. Yeah, they're good. They're sweet. Obviously, uh, you've been you've been watering them. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, they're, Obviously. They're, That's expensive orange. Yeah, they're packed. With, yeah, uh, they're filled up. Yeah. They're good. <laughs> yeah. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or just come on by here at Millburger, 1604 on Bulverde Road. We're on the air till 2, but the nursery is open until 5 o'clock today. So what you got over there, Dr. Jerry? Is, uh, is the Millburger going to be open on Thanksgiving? No. No? Not dang, no. Okay. It's be open on, the, on Friday after. Friday, the Friday after Thanksgiving. You know what? <laughs> Stacy, 
We should find that out since this is the last <laughs> show before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay, so no burgers will be closed on Thanksgiving Day, but open for normal hours on Friday the 27th. And we talk about getting Christmas trees uh, sometime before Thanksgiving. I'm suggesting that uh, people buy some Christmas gifts uh, this uh, week. Yes, yes. Because they got uh, citrus trees. Speaking of the citrus brought it to mind, they've got a good supply of, of citrus trees. And uh, say 30% off. Did you look at the? Did you look at it? Mm-mm. I was just wondering if there were the, <laughs> what varieties out there. Any bumpers left or? Uh, I think he got a, a lot of uh, lemons in. You know, that, everybody's wanting lemon. Oh yeah, lemon. Meyer but, lemons are on the. Uh, uh, they got they got a good selection and they're thirty percent off. Now the containers they're in can be held uh, till Christmas. Uh, you, you can take them home, water them, and then give them as a Christmas gift on Christmas and save yourself. Oh, it'll be like a, a puppy, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad, but I decided we'll keep the puppy. <laughs> and also something that's really good for a Christmas gift, knock out roses on sale. And uh, we're, we're for uh, – Trace is a uh, – Got him on sale for his two for thirty dollars. Is there any mention of uh, any of the old-fashioned roses there? No. Uh, the See, I, I I hear you guys talk about knockout roses all the time. What? Oh, is? The, the the red the red uh, flowers that are blooming at all the drive-throughs mm-hmm. and uh, in landscapes all over the place, and we they do. they're really full blooming. Yeah, Early we, spring. we talk about them as tough modern roses. Yeah, there's they're just like old-fashioned roses, uh, just as tough as drought-tolerant, but they bl- have a longer bloom season. Okay, oh, okay. Right. they're good, and uh, <laughs> the they're killed up around Dallas and Fort Worth to that that nasty disease, uh, but uh, the, the they they seem to do extremely well here. And uh, it, so, what you're saying is the knockout roses are about as good in Dallas as the Cowboys? <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm sorry. I think they're uh, worse than the Cowboys. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty hard to do. Anyways, <laughs> what it, else? Anyway, they've got their their knockout roses on sale. Number three pot regularly twenty four ninety nine. Uh, on sale two for thirty dollars. Are one for 1988. Now this is a this is a rose that you can use uh, as a specimen. You can use this as a, as a uh, actually as a hedge. Yeah. Or, or a, the shrub border. They really, if you got enough light uh, sun there, they, yeah. they do well in the shrub border. I've seen I've seen people use them on, in pretty dense shade. But they don't bloom nearly bloom as, as much. much. Yeah. yeah. But hey. if, if they're on the edge of uh, the sun, say, yeah. you, even even if the you go the sun Af- goes over the trees, trees. and then they get, they get a blast shade. of yeah, afternoon, sun. Sun, afternoon sun, they can handle it. They're tough. They hey. can handle Before it. you continue on to the list, there, Doctor Jerry, we got to take a break. We have open lines right now at two ten. 
210-308-8867. If you have a question, you can ask the docs, or you can come on by here to Millburgers at 1604 and Balverde Road. We're on the air till 2. Nursery is open till 5. We'll be back in just a minute here. Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Potato time. It's almost mashed potato time. It's almost Thanksgiving. Thank you, Al, back at the station, picking the music today for Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Now this uh, talk about, uh, we were talking about oranges, and uh, at the break we were talking about tomatoes and the, what was the name of the uh, rodeo tomato? The red the snapper? Fish. Red snapper. It's like, <laughs> what are we talking about fish for? But that's what it was called. So, um, See, there you guys are. You guys are talking about these satsumas. <laughs> and I have already, yeah, you've already uh, finished I noticed it. that, Calvin. That didn't take long. When did that happen? <laughs> Calvin finished his, his orange already. Mine's sitting there. Don't you have, you have a satsuma in your backyard? Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. I've got my... I'm doing better with lemons and limes yeah. than satsumas. But uh, do they have fruit this year? I got, a, I got I got a few a few fruit. Okay. I got a fruit uh, some fruit on the on the one that I just kind of as an afterthought planted in the shrub border. Oh, is that right? That's okay. The one that's doing the best. <laughs> do you wa- have you been watering them? Uh, yeah, I have, but I didn't do. Uh, I put a, several of them in containers, which I've moved yeah. out, out of containers now. <laughs> so I'm I'm re reorganizing my citrus out there. Yeah, I'm uh, driving over here. There's a citrus tree uh, that I see in somebody's backyard over the. It's gotten higher than the fence, and that sucker had every leaf on it curled. Either it was cut down. And, uh, you know, cut uh-huh. standing, or they dried it out. But that, that's the only way a uh, citrus does. It doesn't, it curls its leaves and then drops its leaves. But I, I think that thing had fruit on it. Maybe maybe they realized there was a sour rootstock huh. and, uh, <laughs> and and did decided to do away with it. Which is probably the best thing you can do for uh, sour orange rootstock. And we were talking about uh, what Calvin can uh, harvest out of his garden, and we got on the subject of tomatoes, and that's why he thinks that uh, Red Snapper, this year's rodeo tomato, uh, is one of the one of his best. Of course, uh, <laughs> you can't discount the. Uh, the cherry tomatoes oh, started a long time ago. Yeah, their production has been wonderful, and uh, they're they're the they're larger. I've planted them in in containers in yeah. some of these uh, ten dollar <laughs> uh, plastic containers that are as big as wh- half whiskey yeah. barrels here at Millburgers. Yeah. And boy, that works slick. <laughs> it's re- it's relatively easy to take care of them. Did you, you know, have enough potting mix to fill that thing up? No, you won't believe what I used. Uh-oh. I Don't used, tell me you uh, I, I, used, I, I used garden mix I got uh, oh. for, for my new for my new uh, vegetable garden. Oh, okay. That'll so work. I had plenty. And uh, I put a little bit of uh, potting mix in there. Uh, and, of okay. course, 
I uh, copious amounts of <laughs> copious <laughs> amounts. I knew that was coming in somewhere. But I could, I could have used more Osmocote because I've I've got good production, but it's uh, it looks like you know it looks like maybe I could have could have had twice as much production. Wait a minute, in a, in a container like that. Are they setting fruit all the way to the top? They are. Yeah, that that's always what kills people. Is that all of, all of these indeterminate or semi-determinate tomato plants that we recommend? Uh, they'll produce early, but then when the weather gets right, like it is now, they'll set fruit all the way to the tippy top. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned this uh, on last, last. I don't think it was yesterday, program, maybe last week. Uh, I went down to uh, look at the tomatoes that we had growing south of here in the greenhouse. And uh, they have absolutely uh, chosen Tycoon because they have that virus, that, that new oh, virus yeah. uh-huh. that killed them, uh, killed every, every other variety we took down there except Tycoon. Yeah. And they have nematodes. Which tycoon is nematode resistant? Oh. So they all they want. <laughs> Used to, I could sneak some uh, stuff in there. Who does that sound like? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Steve, Steve Brown. Brown yeah. <laughs> but uh. anyway, this year, their complaint is, and they're they're, they're serious about it. They tire. They're growing in a greenhouse, so they tire them to a, a wire cable. You know, uh, the uh-huh. plants along the ro- road uh, there uh, it, with a wire, on, on a wire cable. And uh, their complaint this year is that cable is breaking. Those tomatoes are so heavy that they're breaking that metal cable. So, uh, and then when they break the metal cable, they go in to try to... Uh, try to pick it up yeah, again, it, yeah. and it's too heavy to, to put back and so, and when it falls it busts bursts some of the bigger tomatoes and they rot or spoil yeah but uh, that that's a, and I was, I was noticing down there I was amazed that those things have tennis ball sized tomatoes right in the top of the plant. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm, that that's <laughs> my red snappers are uh, number one. Well, of course, I don't have a huge sample of any of them, but tycoon, yeah. a tycoon is a close second. Yeah, uh, red deuce has not fared very well. That's weird. When you when you have a small sample though, yeah, and you got a you got some spider mites, you <laughs> you got to be careful that you don't over uh, overrate things. You, yeah. Because wherever you put that, and then the fact I used a, uh, an inexpensive uh, <laughs> soil material that we, we Jerry and I would not recommend properly for a container, <laughs> and it, it turned out it's turned out pretty well. But yeah. uh, well, these, these people use copious amounts of, of osmocote in the greenhouse, That's, and they use some uh, uh, fertilizer, some liquid fertilizer. But uh, they said, <laughs> they said what they're gonna change next year is put a heavier cable in there, bigger cable. 
Don't you just hate that? Yeah. <laughs> That's how, yeah, I can, I can hear them complaining. Yeah, it would have been all right if if you would have told us that they have a <laughs> higher yield. Uh, okay. Uh, and all big tomatoes that are they're producing, and they're killing the, the cook that's putting them in sauces and uh-huh. uh, spaghetti sauces and everything. But the... Uh, uh, that's funny. They wanted to re- replace that cable before they put in the spring crop. Are we but, just? But I, ha- I took them some. Uh, I wanted them to try cherry tomatoes because they buy. They have a, a kind of a diner there, and uh, they wanted to plant some. Uh, they buy a lot of cherry tomatoes for salads, and they grow their own hydroponic salad uh, lettuce too. And the uh, so I took them uh, 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 nine sixty eight and uh, Ruby Crush. Ruby Crush. And they said they liked them both. Yeah, I'm with them. I said which which one is better? Well, we like them both. All right. Well, we got to. Oh, there it is. The music is there. Hang Uh-oh, on. Is that a hard break? That's a hard break coming oh, up. Oh man. We're gonna be. We got another hour to go. That's the great thing about when Millburgers when you hear this. At the end of the noon hour, we still got one more hour left of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We've got open lines right now, so get on them while we go to the news break. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. I'm Barry Bess in for Melton Glick today. But I got the experts with me. I never travel anywhere without the experts. And go. they are here, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. And what we need right now is your calls, your questions. You have questions about gardening. You have questions about what kind of a Christmas tree you may want to uh, come on down here and get. Maybe you're going to wait till after Thanksgiving. I want to remind you, we, uh, we're we here till 5 o'clock today at Millburgers 1604 and Bulverde Road. You're going to be here till four, 5 o'clock? Well, I hope you have no, fun. I'm uh. going to be here till 2 <laughs> with you guys. We're on the air till 2. The okay. nursery's open until There five. you go. And it's going to be closed on Thanksgiving on Thursday, but it will be reopened on Friday the 27th, normal hours. So uh, come on down here right now. If you have a question, you can ask it in person here. We're uh, on the porch here towards the back of the nursery. And uh, there's there's any any question, these guys will answer it, 210-308-8867, 7 you were before the break we were talking about some of the specials that are going on here at uh, Millburgers yeah. maybe some christmas gift ideas for people yeah they got uh this this uh, sales deal i got off the uh Millburger, uh website it says ad list for november the 18th so i guess that gets over monday right what is the, what yeah, is well, the, that's yeah, yeah, that was last week, I think. Oh, right? okay. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. Price is good through Monday, the November 23rd. That's tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if the, what's going to be the sales items come Friday next Friday. Like they still have a about. they still have a chance. Uh, come on down here right now and get it, get all these oh, deals yeah. right now. So that's for sure. Well, you know, on Tuesday too. There's a every Tuesday. It's a, a uh, discount for seniors. Yeah. So, 
you you got this um, list that Jerry talked about that's on the on the website yeah. in which we've talked about all day today, uh, and on Tuesdays uh, some of those older folks actually much younger than we are. Uh, said, <laughs> what is it? What is a sixty-five? Sixty-five? Did they determine as a, as a senior discount? I, I think yeah. doesn't that that age goes down quite every year. It's like what do you get as a senior discount? <laughs> so, uh, so it's not it's not a high school senior though. No, no, not a high school senior, not yet. Also, uh, we we've talked a lot about the uh, amaryllis bulbs, and uh, they're also sale for forty percent off, and. Uh, Many, many times talked about how that's a wonderful Christmas gift for a shut-in, uh, uh, which we all are now, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they've got, good, got a good selection of bulbs. Uh, your ceiling your ceiling better not be too low with those things. <laughs> that, they grow so fast and so high, yeah. tall. I think we've got a... I don't know if we've got a write-up on plantanswers.com, but I bet I bet we've got a, I know we've got one on uh, Aggie horticulture. So uh, you can go to plantanswers.com, do a search, in, do a search engine for amaryllis, and uh, uh, and, then, and then if you don't find one on plantanswers.com, you I've got a the bottom search engine I think is a, uh, on the deal to the left as you sign in on Plant Answers. Uh, the, uh, it's got a link to uh, Aggie Horticulture. And so uh, that's the mother of Plant Answers. <laughs> so they may have a, a bug. Or you could do it, just do a search for Amaryllis bug. And there's uh, nine different colors you were talking about today. Yeah, yeah. And they're easy. They're easy. And Jerry had a few hints. Uh, if you want to make them, because <laughs> they're they're relatively large, you can uh, get a uh, get a a, bo- a vase that's a little larger. There so, you go. So they're not ta- top heavy. And put a lot of people put marbles in there to, and they use a clear glass pot. Yeah, it can be very attractive. Yeah, and then they put uh, marbles in there. Yeah. Because all you want is something to support the root system that it'll initiate after you plant it. But uh, the key to that thing is remember that the stalk that comes out of that thing is 16 to 20 inches tall and grows like a weed. Like I said, my, my old mama in Tennessee, I'd send her one, and she would always talk more about the the watching that stalk grow than she did the flowers, which, of course, the flowers were killer. Uh, and they, I, guess, I guess they've been they've been uh, they've been dormant long enough to, to set a bud so if you pot them up and uh, give them a little water and the neat thing about it is you don't have to fertilize and water Yeah, there's some. There's well, some. you have to keep them in water. There's some really ready for action there. Yeah, there, oh, right, yeah. right now. Yeah, sprouting. Yeah, they're ready. Yeah. Uh, so another yeah. another good gift is we talked a lot about it. We you know is the cyclamen. You know we're talking we're talking about a, a five dollar six dollar 
spectacular gift. And uh, if you want to grow that inside, it'll, it, it'll grow indefinitely in there. If yeah, you've got a, if you give uh, it a little light. Yeah, right that uh, east-facing light. And the colors are unbelievable. You should just see them. And then we, uh, there's also the, uh, uh, in, in the, the uh, what are Dianthus? No, the in the in the house plants, the uh, orchids. Oh yeah, yeah. We uh, we've seen some people walking there. I don't know. Uh, usually the orchids are around Valentine's, but the orchids you buy now, the bloom will last. I always get it. Phalaenopsis. Yeah, Phalaenopsis. I always get the the how long those blooms will last mixed up in my mind. I want to say three to four months. Well, that's. But I think the write-ups is even longer than that sometimes. Well, when we were we were conservative and cautious, that's what we always say: <laughs> three to four months. It's just like our our poinsettia. You know when that. That is uh, nowadays with those new selections. Uh, shoot, they uh, add an eyelash in there. So they're six months already. Yeah. Said, yeah. So. Hey, we've got uh, each bloom lasts that long. We've got a caller on the line. And right. He's got a oh, question no. about fertilizer. Sam, welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. How are you this afternoon? Sam, are you there? Hello. Sam, calling Sam. Breaker, no. breaker, one nine. Sam. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe uh, Al, you can put him on hold and see if he's there, and then we'll see if we can get him back. <laughs> All right. He so might we have, have to go to the bathroom. We have Catherine though is on the line, and she has a question about her lemon tree. Catherine, All welcome right. to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you today? I'm doing fine, and and happy Thanksgiving to all of y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Dr. What's Parsons, I, my Meyer lemon has curled leaves on it. I guess I didn't water it enough, and the production is really like one quarter of what it used to be. So I, I need to know what I can do to revive it besides uh, water in the first. Yeah. Uh, did, uh, is it in a container or in the ground? No, it's in the ground. It's about 15 years old. Oh, has it frozen back? You know, it never did because I used to cover it up about the first three years, and now it's like six feet by six feet. <laughs> okay, okay. It's now, always you, done very well. Okay, you said it, it had a few lemons on it this year? I've got like one quarter of the production, and they're about half the size that they usually were okay uh they're in the ground uh, are they showing color already oh yeah they're i've even picked a couple but they're fine yeah. but they're really small i think uh well if you didn't water them <laughs> during this well, I watered dry, dry them, but weather I didn't. yeah you gotta soak them uh, okay uh, I, when I was growing uh, satsumas for my pop, possum, <laughs> I would water them about. I would water them about every uh, ten days, two a uh, week of ten days. But when it was so dry, 
as they were sizing up the fruit. And they went, and I had a lot of fruit on there. But the uh, uh, the way you can uh, size them up. Now, did you have a tr- extremely heavy crop last year? Extremely. I've always had huge crops, maybe 300 lemons on that tree. Well, you you need to thin them. You need to cut them off. Oh. And make make mm-hmm. whiskey sours off of them or something. Well, <laughs> I don't drink. So. I, make, <laughs> well, I can make lemonade. But. There you go. There you go. There you go. Make some lemonade out of those. So, <laughs> so after she ha- harvests all these, then in March she starts over the, the program over with uh, fertilization. fertilization. Yeah. I, I would, okay. ha- have you fertilized it any? I have. I used Osmocode on there, and then I used some kind of uh, citrus fertilizer. Okay. Uh, Next year, uh, well, I I don't know if uh, lemons have, I imagine they do have a kind of an alternate bearing situation like I I know Satsumas do. But uh, the... uh, you're saying that you did get lemons this year, but not as many as you got last year. Is that right? Yeah, and about half the size. Sometimes okay. I get them as big as tennis balls. Okay. Well, that that I, I uh, and the leaves are green, so no problem yes. with that. Right. Uh, I, I would assume that it was the water. Okay. The, well, I at water the, at, at the wrong time. Or not so, at the right time. <laughs> so you, so you're just, uh, you really. It sounds like your tree is not, has not uh, hit a, a bottom, bottoming no, out. No, it's, look, no. It looks like it's just ready for action. Yeah. After you harvest this crop, then you can start over with the the watering and the fertilization in March. Yeah, and uh, I I love Osmocote, as you well know. But I know. Uh, a tree. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's like the third time you've mentioned it this show. <laughs> you you uh you got that thing in the ground and it's grown pretty large, which means it has an expanded root system out away okay. from the tree. Uh, so I I hate to say this, this is blasphemous, but don't use the osmocote anymore. Are you kidding? Okay. <laughs> and you use that uh, slow-release fertilizer, 1959 slow-release fertilizer. It's much less expensive. Yeah, much less expensive and uh, gives a slow release of nitrogen for three months, I think, four months. But uh, put it, apply it out five feet uh, in a circle, five feet. Around the tree that's growing, uh-huh. and okay. uh, you know, we're talking about copious amounts here. I don't think you can can hurt it too bad with the uh, uh, slow release fertilizer. And uh, okay, that, that should green it up. And do that next, uh, uh, well, before it flushes growth, like in uh, March, April. Okay. And okay. water it in, water it in real good. Hopefully, we'll have rain by then. So if he, if she does a tentative schedule of uh, a uh, 
Soaking water hose every 10 days or so, which be okay, or should it be a week? Every yeah, week? yeah, a week. week. So you just have to let that hose at the at the base once a week unless you get some rain. That's in addition to the fertilizer. Fertilizer, yeah. Well, now, wait a okay, minute. another clip. What? <laughs> you don't need it at the base. This thing right. is six feet tall. Been in the ground for three years, right? No, 15 so I, years. 15 years? Yes, sir. Lord of mercy. You may have the oldest lemon tree in in town. But in, uh, anyway, uh, you, you want to uh, put that uh, the feeder roots on a citrus and all other trees are away from the trunk. Now, we tell, talk about watering at the trunk. When you establish a new tree, or two, one to two-year-old tree, because it hasn't wow. expanded its root system. Okay. So it doesn't, it doesn't sound like it's very far gone. No. Are you? Are no. you? Uh, where do you live in town? Um, northeast, kind of uh, in Converse. Oh, okay. So you're, I guess, a little bit warmer. I can't believe it. Of course, we we notice that with satsumas too. We if you protect them when they're young, for the first two or three years, that older wood is more cold hardy than the the fresh new growth. Is that blacklands clay or blacklands yeah. soil over so there? Most, uh, I think it's got mm-hmm. several kinds of soils over there. Yeah, it's pathetic. I know that. <laughs> Nobody yeah, like well, We Speaker might tra- trade you some caliche for that. <laughs> yeah. Really? yeah, we'll, we'll trade. We'll do a trade. Nobody likes what they're growing. On. No. I've never seen anything like it. But uh, I'm, just enjoy your lemons this year. And uh, my satsumas, even though I watered them, they're in very shallow, shallow rock, I should say, not shallow soil. And... Uh, I probably should have put more water on it to make. I have bigger. another question, sir. Um, okay. I need I need to get rid of uh, passion vine, and you you mentioned a a root or stump vine killer, but I never do catch the name. Will that work on uh, passion? Yeah. That's your plant in it, Calvin. Yeah, it will. It Can will. we get cuttings of? Is it is it a exotic one with a that you planted, or is it uh, the native that freezes back every winter? Oh no, it never freezes. It gets no. keeps growing. <laughs> yeah. Cut. Does it bloom? Cut vine and oh, stump it killer. Blooms. Vine and stump killer. Okay. Yeah. And uh, there's two or three that have that kind of the variation of that name, uh, <laughs> and they're they're. Uh, Relatively inexpensive, uh, uh, so just look look for the vine, vine and stump killer. And you cut, put it on immediately after you make the cut. And so you'll be okay. cut. You, now, now with your passion vine, you you'll probably have a lot of sprouts. Yeah. Now, now it's oh, not yeah. as bad as as uh, uh, cat cat, cat claw, claw. but it, <laughs> but you but you you go through you cut. Cut it at those sprouts close to the ground, and then you apply it to that cut, and then you'll probably have to do it again because uh, some of them will come up. But it, but it'll, it'll work. It'll just yeah. take a little longer. 
I wonder, you know, I was thinking the other day about that. Does, uh, you think that stuff, cut line stuff killer works better in the spring or in the fall? Fall, winter? Or maybe it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't know. I haven't. But you know, you're I cutting the top yeah. off, so you're not you're getting any translocation. That's, it feels more satisfying in the fall because you don't get that pressure for. Right, right. Now, because if you if you cut back the uh, plant in the spring, and you don't do it right, or oh, you miss yeah. one, you you have a pretty quick response. Absolutely. But uh, that's, good, that's question, a good question. Catherine? I don't know what the answer is. Well, Catherine? they should give a warning about that. Uh, <laughs> let us let us know let us know how your uh, results with the. Uh, with the vine go. Yeah, it it it, it okay. works now. Uh, even though the plant may be dormant, of course, if it's green, that's even better. Well, that's but a, I, that's I use it in uh, Tennessee when when I go up there in the dormant season, and it works. I kill pecan trees, seedlings. I think for a vine, I think I would prefer using it now than yeah, probably so. Than in the spring. Yeah. Well, you know, they talk about using Roundup on uh, Greenbrier, and that's right. That's at this Poison time, but only now. Yeah. Poison ivy, right? So anyway, go ahead. You you have good luck with it. Yeah, and keep us informed, please. Yes. Please do. <laughs> I certainly will. And uh, happy Thanksgiving again. Love your show. Thank, Thank you. you so Happy much. Thanksgiving to you too. We're going to take a quick break. Sam is back. He's going to be uh, on with us here Are after you the sure? break. I'm pretty sure. Don't fool me now. He looks like he's still there. He's waiting patiently. You fooled me before. I know. I fooled you. I threw you a curveball. <laughs> Bill Burgers Gardening, South Texas. We have uh, Sam's coming up here, but we still have some open lines at 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. And uh, we're here at Millburger 1604 in Bulverde Road. Oh, looks like Sam dropped up. Well, Sam, if you're out there, <laughs> give us a call back because you'll be first in line. Is that the same guy that called a while ago? Yeah, it should be. Well, we'll, we'll see if Sam calls back. What the hell is wrong with Sam? Millburger's Gardening, South <laughs> Texas. I we get through this. Millburger's Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., the answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Al back at the station is a genius at finding these rare, unique songs. Gravy. Okay, well, we are coming up to Thanksgiving here. Um, this this week is going to be Thanksgiving week, and I'm Barry Bess. In for Milton Glick today, and the docs are here with me until 2 o'clock today uh, here at Millburgers, 1604 and Balverde Road, the nursery itself is open until 5 today. It will be closed on Thanksgiving, but then open on uh, reopened on Friday the 27th. So if you have a question, a gardening question, anything at all, give us a call right now. We have open lines at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Or you can come on by here and ask your question. We're here at the, uh, at the porch, the back of the nursery, 1604 
and Balverde Road. You make, right. a, you make it sound like we're so far back here. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's sort of in the back. It's in the middle of the back. You can look at it as if we're in the middle of the Christmas trees and the yeah. holiday cheer. Yeah, yeah, we're right in the middle. Okay. Yeah. You and your cyclamen. We're right, we're right near the cyclamen. We're near all the beautiful all oh. the beautiful butterflies are gathered around us for some oh, reason. Oh, yeah. You know, another uh, Jerry was, needs to mention the vegetable transplants that are yeah yeah there's spinach out there uh in my spin i checked my spinach this morning and uh, it's growing, uh, huh? judy my wife was wondering when we could start eating it and i said well it's been kind of warm i don't think it's responded very well i went out there and, but, it, <laughs> but it was ready it's it ready? ready for action yeah it's kind of slow but uh and uh, the, they had some good spinach transplants here yeah and they got uh, the. I they guess they still got some. I don't know. They, and they got the herbs, and uh, there's broccoli over there. Yeah. So. And uh, I see some of chard? that colorful chard over yeah. there. Swiss chard, yeah. Bright light Swiss chard. Yeah, That's another we, cool we, plant for yeah, a container. Yeah, we warn people to just. That's to look at, not not to eat. Hey. Any with that color must be poisonous. No, it's no. Uh, if you're, it's a, it's to eat with uh, kale. Oh uh, yuck! There's some of us that are don't both of them don't like the taste away. of kale, but appreciate its health. What does food. Steve Brandon like charge so much? Oh yeah, he like yeah he like no. he used to when he walk by it he. Pick it and eat on. Yeah, it. you see, well, I, he did the same thing on his lettuce. So there's, I think I, I I don't want to blame my my late mother, but when we would have like we we had a big old farm, we had our own garden, we had a huge garden. That thing must have been about a half mile long, and <laughs> and so we would have all these fresh vegetables, and we had spinach, and we had you know cabbage, and we had everything else, but. My mom loved to just boil things to death. Oh yeah, that's and a I, southern thing. No, and I cannot. Wait do a minute. That. Do that. What? She, that's what, what you do with the greens. No, <laughs> you eat them raw. What did you, you do? Did that's you put the, all those? No, no, like the. Did you, you put know? all those exotic uh, herbs and spices in there? <laughs> no, she would just boil it, and it, the spinach would just be all mushy. And, <laughs> You yeah, know, and and the Swiss chard that you talk. Uh, no, it's like sorry, <laughs> but I I'm a I'm a raw veggie guy more it, than it's, in, it's interesting when we started growing the first spinach transplant. Of course, some people said you could eat, grow it from seed. Uh, they just wanted to poo-poo the transplant, but the uh, uh, spinach transplant first came on the market. We had a hard time convincing people to try it. Because it was, it was. Uh, they had that same recollection yeah, that as you do. Boiled like the mush. Boiled, boiled. And uh, then, I don't know. People started eating greens and things, and uh, that's when spinach transplants caught on mark, caught on fire. They just. It's been one of the most popular transplants yeah. ever put on the market. Well, you know, you know, we're partial to H E B, but I think supermarkets. 
did a pretty good job in marketing those, Absolutely. those vegetables. Mm, yeah. The baby spinach. Yeah. And, and they're doing that baby and, spinach. And all the, all the other things, you know, rutabagas yeah. and turnips and all. No, the, they haven't done uh, there's, yeah. uh, I still don't do you can go, no. You can go kale. <laughs> yeah, now who in their right mind would would uh, be interested in kale? But kale is not bad. It's just that it's too much. It's too, I don't know if it's, it's too. potent. Yeah. yeah it's, you can't have. But, uh, you, you can't have like a lot of it. It has to be a part of something yeah. else. And char, yeah. chard yeah. is a good choice to hide it. Yeah, to hide it because it's like <laughs> it's good for you, but woof. In fact, Calvin in his uh, this week in the garden and yesterday's paper says plant spinach transplants in the vegetable garden. Tomatoes should be ready to begin harvesting. Try to stay ahead of the birds. And pick them and bring them inside uh, when they show any color change. They'll finish ripening on your counter, side dress the garden with winterizer fertilizer, uh, such as 18612. Oh, here, that's not the one I want to read. <laughs> you did such a good job on that. That was good. That was like, I like that, though. <laughs> Plant cool weather annuals to provide color for the landscape over the winter. In the sun, use snapdragons along with dianthus. And uh, I, th- I think people ought to try this, uh, <laughs> this uh, what do they call it, gigantic? Or, or yeah, or or I, ca- I kind of call it the wall of dianthus here. <laughs> and uh, the little birdie told me that next week it's going to be on sale. Oh, is it? So folks can try it. Yeah, and you know, and it's going to sell. It's going to be unbelievably you, so. You know where, because it'll have flowers on. Now you may have mentioned this, Jerry, but you you know we rocket snapdragons. Uh, one of the uh, one of the things they they got beautiful flowers and all, but they have a tendency to blow over and. Yeah. Get, now that that would make make a good complement to. Uh, to rockets to back it up, or yeah, to be a row uh, right in the same garden. And I, I assume, because if it's like regular dianth, did you see what what the color flower was? Yeah, it's uh, oh, it's kind of a red, uh, yeah, kind of a red, red yeah. yeah, not real red, but uh, maybe a almost purple a, red. like a maroon. You mean yeah. like a no, okay. it's not maroon. It's not it's not <laughs> it's not that orange, that burnt orange. No, it's it? not the burnt. <laughs> Oh, that, oh, good. They took those uh, hanging baskets, uh, orange. Uh, you don't like the burnt orange? Yeah. I mel- heard you guys mel- talking about it yesterday. You yeah, don't like the burnt mel- orange for some no, reason? No. I wonder why. Mel- <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine We gave why. Milton hell about it. I can't imagine Milton why. spotted them. Yeah, I know. But they're gone now, so uh, yeah. we, can, we can relax. So, it, so what you're saying is somebody uh, hooked them, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. Uh, Oh, with dianthus, like we're talking about, try this new big one. Uh, it's a whole table of them right in front of us on the, on the uh, south side. Okay, and this this is one one of the cool weather annuals that's going to potentially bloom into the yeah might make it to June depending on the weather. <laughs> and if you do the there's a, it's common for a landscape. Workers to uh, trim it down a little bit. Just take your uh, string mower and just uh, just, shoot, uh, just run the, over the blooms that have faded, and then it'll yeah. perk right up. Yeah, I know the little one will do that, so I bet the big one yeah. will. Well, it'll be Good. worth of an experiment for sure. Yeah, 
But the, uh, in other words, after it blooms, I don't know if you, I think you can use dianthus as a cut flower, carnations as a cut flower, I, I know, which is a dianthus. But anyway, we need to experiment around with them. But the, uh, they'll be in bloom, definitely they'll Either be in, side. in bloom uh, uh, for Christmas. They may, they may be in bloom for Thanksgiving. Some of the blooms are probably. I was telling Trace, I was watching people walk by, walk by the dianthus, and they never, they didn't know what they were. Never seen such a thing. Me either. And, uh, uh, but uh, any, any plant that has a bloom on it, they, they singled out and pulled it out of that mix. So next week, when they bloom, they're going to sell. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, uh ornamental kale, and ornamental cabbage. And uh, I'll warn people, you should not eat ornamental kale or cabbage. Well, anything that's got the word ornamental uh, yeah, in it probably yeah. isn't good no, to eat. No, you shouldn't be eating it. No, okay. Why is that, guys? Why is that? <laughs> because it's because it's, it won't be as pretty if you eat it. Well, so yeah, I can, oh. <laughs> I can just see Jerry out there on his hands and knees, chewing yeah, just like, uh, Now this is the same guy that you, used to sneak uh, the uh, day uh, daylilies, daylilies, uh, the blooms on daylilies. So they, so Trace kind of moved them so they wouldn't be so convenient for him. He still it. does. I used to walk up from the back and he moved them, and they're good to eat. Okay, but I, I just remember the story. I planted them in Tennessee for my mother, and they got beautiful. I mean, the big cabbage heads on there, uh, white and green and everything. Hey, before we go to break, because we do have to go to break in a couple of minutes, we have Evelyn on the line. She has an onion plant question. Okay. Evelyn, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you today? I'm good. How about yourself? We are good. We are good. You have that uh, onion question for the guys? Yes, I do. Hey, Evelyn. Yes. Uh, when do you have onion plants? Are they there already? or they They're there. Come? They're there, and uh, Trace says something about even a new supply, <laughs> what, next week or the week after? Yeah, next week, probably. So, okay. Seven different varieties? Yeah, Is that yeah there's seven, yeah, seven varieties right now. Okay. Well, my son-in-law was asking about it yesterday. I said, I don't know. I'll call in to see what I can hear. I missed the first part of the program, so I didn't know whether you had mentioned it earlier or not. Yeah, they're even even on sale, two ninety nine a bunch. Okay. That sounds good. Uh, I've, got bad, I've got bad news for you, though. What? My horse herb is not greened up yet. No, it's dead, and I hope it stays dead. <laughs> you know to, horse herb is an herb, right? Well, maybe for some of them, but not for me, because it's trying to creep into my garden. There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, can I ask another question? Sure. Yeah. Um, I got a satsuma tree that's loaded with fruit, so I heard you say that you don't pick yours till in February. How do you keep them from freezing? Because last year and the year before, we had an early freeze, and they were rotting after that. 
usually they uh you uh it didn't kill the tree or anything did it no it's the fruit that was rotting then after the freeze good lord you still had satsumas on it well that's what she was saying you you talked about a Leaving yours on until February, oh, and Evelyn's okay. saying, okay. how did you manage that? Uh, I guess I've got mine in a more protected area. Yeah, you know, he's, his is right by the side of his house, and he yeah. used to just roll plastic right, down right. off. Right, right. Oh, no uh, wonder. Mine is. It didn't, the free, it didn't freeze the leaves? No, it didn't freeze the leaves, but the fruit was frozen. It frosted, I guess, and then after that it was rotting. What, what is this in February? Uh, no, it was like in November. We had an early freeze, remember? Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. <laughs> okay. yeah, I've slept. I've slept since then, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, that's why we talk about fertilization and pruning in uh, February, and March. Uh huh. To 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 not force that new growth. Okay, my tree is loaded this year. It's a, it's a, it's amazing though too. You know that, just the minor change differences in the environment or where the plant is, can really make a difference in or how it's, how it's grown. Oh yeah. You know whether there's any pruning done, how much water, how much fertilization. So it's always, a, always a, an adventure to see how people, how the trees, different trees react to the uh, weather conditions. You say yours is loaded with fruit? Yes, it is. It's just bending over. How many How many fruit did you remove when you were I thinning didn't. the fruit? <laughs> I what? <laughs> Why do we even talk about thinning, Kelly? I don't know. Some it's of these loaded people. now, so I'll pick some of them, and they're starting to get sweeter now, but... The, it's the one that's got lots of seeds in it, so. Oh, you, you got a shank shawl? I got it from Mr. Beck. Okay, that's shank shawl. And it was only about a foot tall, and uh, they said in seven or eight years that it'll put on fruit. Well, it was the eighth year, and I said, if you don't put on fruit now, you're going out. But it started bearing fruit, and it's bearing <laughs> ever since. Yeah, well, well, these satsuma taste good, but I think that Changsha is a really, yeah, a really tasty thing. Yeah, because yeah. Calvin eats the seed. And yeah, all. I mean, and then you get that protein and roughage with it and everything. Yeah. And, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Malcolm used to grow those for people, and he got four or five big, huge trees that he always wanted me to come out and harvest the seed. I mean, the, the fruit, and. Uh, I, would I saw those, and, and I, w- I would go and I would, you know, harvest some fruit, and then throw them in the nearest ditch when I came back, because <laughs> those things are loaded with seeds. Now, to Malcolm's uh, defense, we did take satsumas out there uh, three or four different times, even Mr. Moore's satsumas, and uh, they all froze, huh. except Changsha. Huh. And that's that's, of course, Changcho is the one Mr. Moy used to for cross with Satsuma. Yeah. Now I am increased cold hardiness. I don't remember two or three years ago my Changcho, uh, a lot of it froze. 
And that surprised the heck out of me because I hadn't seen any yeah. action for yeah, years I'd, on the thing. Well, you tell, you, you tell your son that if, if they love you, they'll get you a Satsuma. Yeah. The plan. You think yeah. so, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're out in Just, Converse, aren't you? No, I'm in shirts. Shirts. Yes. Okay. okay. Same thing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, All right, anyway get you get you a get them get them one of these tell them to get you a satsuma okay. it'll do all well out there i don't have room it, for it anymore i got too many trees here as it is mm. oh, i wanted okay. this one i'll take a hose over there and just let it kind of real slow rip around yeah. the, close to the trunk and yeah but when you start getting that seed under your dentures uh, I don't have dentures, no. Dr. Parsons. Oh. <laughs> I'm old, oh. but I don't have oh. dentures. If it wasn't for the... Just, he just gets rates higher and higher in Evelyn's... Uh, if, uh, Evelyn, if I wasn't... If we weren't doing the social distancing thing, I'd give him a little slap for you, but I can't do that right now. The, the, this is my horse herb. I, I know I can get away with stuff. With Evelyn, thank you so much for your call, and have a okay, great day. Enjoy always, your program. always appreciate... I appreciate to all of you. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. We're going to take one more break. we got one more segment left in Millburgers Gardening South Texas on this gorgeous Sunday afternoon. You can uh, get a call in real quick at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Back in just a couple of minutes with more Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Jay and the Techniques, Apple, Peaches, Pumpkin Pie is the music that Al chose today. Thanks, Al, for doing all the great stuff back at the studio. It is that time of the year. Thanksgiving is just just around the corner this Thursday. Uh, The store here, Millburgers, will be closed on Thanksgiving, but reopened on Friday the 27th. But we're here now. A few more minutes. We could take a call or two if you could jump on the line right now at 210-308-8867. We have a little less than 10 minutes. 210-308-8867. I want to ask you guys, and I think this is a question we should actually have Steve Brown call in on, but (laughs) is it kind of, is it me? It's probably me. Is this a little bit of a milder late this November-ish for you, do you guys think? You really walked into that one. No. Because it well, shouldn't, shouldn't have it be you, like have you heard about older? climate change? No. Oh, boy, oh, boy. But it's normally not in this, what is it, 70-something or almost 80 degrees, and it's the end of November. Well, we're going to get the cool weather here. Yeah, I, I would I would prefer to be another 10 degrees cooler. But, uh, yeah. Is it is, good uh, for the growing pleasant. season, though? Uh, uh, usually our... Uh, Harder freezes or heavy frost uh, occurs around Christmas. Yeah, in San Antonio. I just always think that it's like this is when it's like you know you, you go outside and it's like ooh you know it's a little it's yeah. chilly all day long not in the morning and then in the afternoon it gets to be like eighty five. <laughs> you know it's like well, well it's not the summer anymore. We use uh, November fifteenth uh, has always. To used do our to be calendars the, and everything. Yeah, it used to be the average. Yeah. Used to. And uh, the hill country was uh, 
like November 15th. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it did. It did some, wasn't very cold, but it did some damage. Yeah. Hey, we got a quick uh, caller. James is on the line. He has this question about what we've been talking about a lot today, Satsuma. James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving to you, James. I still got a bag of turkey, either H-E-B or out in the back 40. I hadn't decided which, but I've got to make a decision here pretty quick. Hey, um, Satsumas, I had one back in the late 80s, early 90s at my former residence, and I think it was Armstrong, if I remember, was the variety. And it did well until we had that six-degree temperature took it out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even though it's planted up against the house on the south side, it's still, that, that did it in. So, anyway. Do you remember I'm, why you wanna, got it? No. Do you remember I'm why sure you I got, got the Satsuma? I'm pretty sure I got it at the Old Wolf Nursery. I'm pr- I would almost guarantee, okay. yeah. The, the, yeah. Old, the original one was one called Awari, O-W-A-R-I. And I th- I've so seen much. some, trace some brain yeah. some in sometimes. Now this one correctly was tagged Armstrong. Is that is that a variety? Oh yeah, Armstrong early. That's a good one too. Yeah, that was a good one. Is that still on the market? Do you know? Uh, I haven't seen it. It's not it's not common if it is. I I don't think I've ever seen it, but I've heard you guys talking about it. The oranges are very tasty, sweet and tasty. One or two seeds, oh. maybe, uh, for orange. Yeah. Hey, but yeah. anyway, now I'm in a different location, but I'm still south in northern Atascosa County. I want to know, my options are limited because septic tank and big oak trees and everything else, but I think I can plant one up against the south side of the house, maybe. How close to the house can I plant it? Because I have a sidewalk, but I have a space that's between the house and the sidewalk. I got mine. I, I got mine on the side of a house, side of my house, and planted in solid stone. And it's a, it's about uh, maybe two feet, three feet from the foundation. Oh, okay. Like, now, listen. like like Kevin was saying earlier, uh, when it when it, when they were young and they got it got cold, I would throw a, a, a plastic covering from, from the roof, <laughs> from right. the eaves of the house. Yeah, and, uh, I remember. Then I, I put a little space heater in there. Yeah, you're you're north. Um, I'm south, so I don't think that'll be an issue for me. But yeah, I remember I that either. being the tactic back in the day. But this is the other thing: this location between two windows on the south side of the house. Um, will it take a lot of water? Because my air conditioner condensate drains right there, and I can actually extend it to where I'm going to plant the tree. Or will That'd a lot of great. water not be? Oh, that would be good for it. Okay, I was That'd worried about getting too much, just, too much yeah, water. Yeah, just so the, drain, the drainage is okay, then it Yeah. do fine. Oh, it's pure sand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sand. Yeah, yeah, that's going to grow like a house of fire. If I, if I want to find a rock, i got to go visit my sister down the street from you, Dr. Parsons. <laughs> There's no rocks out, there are no rocks out here <laughs> at no, all. we got plenty of them for you. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. All right. I appreciate it. I'm going to play it. Thank you, sir. Thanks, James. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, you too. Happy Thanksgiving, James. All right. So there you go. We've got about, let's see, uh, about four minutes left here in the show. I was was proud of Calvin for his uh, this week in the garden yesterday. Uh, He mentioned the spinach transplants and everything else. And it says, if your lawn is in shady, dominated by grassy weeds or horse herb, consider mowing it every two weeks and enjoying a sustainable winter lawn. Now, Kevin, were you disappointed by not putting those initials on it? Oh. S-W-L, right? You made them made those up. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> Uh, instead, instead of fighting a futile battle against the weeds. But like I told our previous caller, it's been so dry lately that uh, none, none of my SW <laughs> Well, and, and uh, I was just noticing, too, in, uh, in the areas, the neighborhoods near mine, but my medical center, that uh, unless somebody has really been watering Everything is oh, uh, yeah. looks dormant. Absolutely. Yeah, they're dry. They're dried down. And I want to close the show by telling everybody we've still got white and red and blue bonnet transplants available, which you could plant somebody uh, uh, planting for the for the uh, for Thanksgiving, and so they can enjoy it come next spring. Well, get get one of those ten dollar. Uh, uh, containers, big, big plastic containers here, yeah. Millburgers, and and uh, uh, p- carry that to your uh, over to the house that Jerry's talking about, and uh, put those uh, reds and whites in there. Yeah. That'll be that'll be I, uh, interesting. I, I didn't mention blue because we're not having blue this year. We're not. We're getting rid of the blue because there's been too much publicity given to blue. Ah. Uh-huh. So well, we're, we're, too much favoritism we're, to blue? We're focusing on red, red and, white. and white. And unless they they take a real close look, they might find some blues in there. <laughs> no, one, one or two. I hope not. All right. Well, guys, we are about done for today. We just have about a minute left uh, for Millburgers Gardening South Texas uh, for this weekend. But this uh, the nursery is open until 5 o'clock today. Don't forget, they will be closed on Thursday for Thanksgiving. And then they'll reopen again on uh, Friday, the day after Thanksgiving at their normal times. And then we will be back here on the porch Saturday and Sunday next week. I'll be with you guys on Saturday, so you got to put up with me for one more day. So digest that Thanksgiving meal really okay, good because you got me on a Saturday next weekend for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. As always, guys, it's a pleasure for me to be here with you guys. And I always love coming out here to Millburgers, and let's do it again on Saturday. <laughs> Millburgers, 1604 and Bulverde Road. Stay tuned, everybody. It's coming up next is in the Oil Patch Radio Show right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs>